Why are you saying mm-hmm? You're on mute, brother. Mute myself. Is that better? Yeah, there you go. There we go. We all can hear you now. All right. All right. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, man, bro. I'm doing good. How about yourself? Uh, King College is hanging out, man, trying to recover from this, these wisdom teeth, man. <laughs> so, they do it to you. Hanging in there with us. I had four wisdom teeth removed. Uh, last Friday, so you know, we're here going up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Everything going on with you? Yeah, man. Uh, good. I can't complain, man. Still alive, so hey, in the day above ground is a good day. <laughs> Still alive. Hey, that's good, man. That's good. We <clears throat> huge. We, we, you know, we didn't even get the recap. We'll start there. Um, First of all, we want to thank all you guys for joining the show. So welcome to Talking Sauce. We get Big Sauce, talk college football, mainly um, Florida Gators. I'm your host, Tim. Always joining me, my guy, Juice. What's going on, good peoples? Yeah, man. So let's go ahead and recap. We, we're going to talk about the Texas A&M game, uh, Juice, um, and kind of how you saw the game going. We, we know that Texas A&M. Had a lot of players out. I think they were recovering from 10 players out between flu and injuries. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I, we, I expected Florida to win this game. Um, how did you feel the game went starting out? That thing started out real slow, bro. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, I felt, to me, with them having that amount of people out, I was happy that we won the game. But where I had the issue was how slow we started with them having so many people out. And if we were struggling like that with basically saying there's second, third, third string and we were still struggling, that still showed me cause for concern uh, for this team. But I did like the way everybody played uh, as uh, as the uh, the game went on. So they yeah, start yeah. to look better as a team. Definitely, definitely a tale of two halves almost. Um, you know, it, it, Texas A&M, you know, came out. Um, Florida kicked the field goal. Texas A&M came down and um, um, scored. So when Texas A&M scored, I was like, oh, Lord, here we go, man. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so it didn't take them, it didn't take them anything for Texas A&M to score. It looked like they was about to just That's his head, Paul. <laughs> yeah, came out, ran the ball on us. I was like, oh, gosh, here we go. Running back, um, 65-yard run. And, you know, I was like, man, it's about to be a long day. And I was tweeting about it and just like, ah, come on, let's get it together. And, you know, Let I me guess, ask you something. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think this game would have been differently if they had everybody in? Oof, you talking on Texas AM perspective? Yes, sir. I mean, I mean, it definitely would not not helped uh <laughs> Texas AM because we've seen Texas AM, they've been struggling all year, uh, even with the players. So, you know, true. Um I think it, it, I don't see why. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they could have probably contributed more than what Texas AM did. Um 
in this game, but I think they Florida still wins this game with those players because they've just been a, not a very good team all year on um, either side of the ball. And it's very interesting for Texas and them to kind of struggle on defense like they have. So um, I do want to say that Florida, man, what's interesting is this is the most points they scored against the SEC opponent so far this season. So 41 points, um, the most that they have put up against an SEC team. So I thought that was very interesting, and we'll get into it here in a second. Um, you know, some things about that Texas a game that I saw that I think, you know, Florida should build on this momentum now. Um, you know, beating the SEC US team is no small feat uh, for any SEC East opponent. <laughs> so Right. Um, yep. we'll get to the chat here real quick and then we'll kind of go into it. Allie Perry says he's always first. He says prayers up, fellas. Hopefully all is well. Big blessings. Let's go Gators. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything is going well. Like I said, if you guys just joining us, uh, we appreciate you being patient with us. You know, I've had some work stuff going on and also I got some all former wisdom team pools. So uh, appreciate you guys hanging in, being patient with us on our content. We're going to definitely try to crank it up for you. Um, and, yeah, so Donovan Horn says, good evening, Tim and Juice, Big Sauce, go Gators. Fishing, football, what's up, my guys? How you doing, fishing? Hope all is well. On, he also says that he will be at the game. Got to beat those chickens. <laughs> Yes, sir. Allie Perry, Big Sauce. Amen. Jonathan Lewis, how you doing, my man? Uh, he says, what's up, guys? Anthony Richardson looking good against a &M. mm -hmm. Can it be two games in a row? Great yeah. question. You know, um, that's been something that we have been, you know, want to see that consistency from Anthony. And, you know, me and Juice, we talk a lot. Um, you know, off camera, just in general, and you know, it's something that something that he definitely got to find himself. Juice, you know, <clears throat> um, we talk about the draft and stuff like that, and interest in general, but I think this is something that he can do to start to create that momentum of whatever is going to happen, um, next year, whatever he decides to do. Um, I think this is can start that momentum with starting from AM and finishing out the season on a high note, right? True that. Yeah, correct. Absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. And the good thing is the last time, let's see, the last time he threw an interception was the Missouri game. So, yeah, like Fishin says, uh, nine touchdowns with no interceptions. Um, so, yeah, that's amazing. So we've been through, what, three games with uh, no interceptions, which is awesome uh, because it didn't look too well. You know, he didn't have one in the first game against Utah, but from that point on, the next four, uh, five games, he threw multiple interceptions in some of those games. Uh, and then now he's going on a drive speed of not turning the ball over. Obviously, we know that, you know, the completion percentage, the accuracy, that's something that he's still trying to get used to, uh, I think. My perspective, if you build that momentum with him uh, early on in the game, that I think you can translate it to comfortability. And um, an interesting thing about this Texas A&M game, and before I get into that too, uh, we want to know, 
uh, what you guys' thoughts and comments in the comment section about the Texas A&M game. Uh, and Anthony Richardson, um, do you think this is going to be a trend upwards uh, to set him up for success? Uh, I'm also going to post, if anybody wants to join the show, um, we do have our live call in. Anybody can be a part of the show. Come on. We can talk some college football, talk to the Gators. Uh, any soccer I'm on the fans in here, hey, join us. Uh, so, yeah, <clears throat> what I'm about to do is juice. What's crazy is, did you know that from a combined Montreal, Trevor, and AR, this is the most carries out of any game that we have had with them uh, combined. So they carried the ball together about 46 carries uh, running the ball. Oh, and she don't have that to is something that we should be doing TV. anyway. Yeah. With, with AR, I'm glad that they finally. Then this is what you have been talking about anyway. It's starting to use AR legs into the game, and you see how that, how the game played once you start to see him using his legs. Yeah, and being a part and, of the game. Yeah, just got to get those layups. Like I said to me, for Anthony Richardson, layups is him running the ball. I know we, you know, we talked about injuries and who's behind them. That's something you just can't worry about because we have seen quarterbacks who stand in the pocket get hurt, right? So correct. I think you just got to get him, get him those uh, simple plays, super easy, and you know, um, it showed against Texas A&M. What happens when you do start to get him into the game uh, consistently? Uh, I still think it was so at points in the game. I thought it was still kind of interesting. I feel like they could have ran him a little bit more. He had seven carries for 78 yards uh, in that game and two touchdowns. So, um, yeah, I think he – get him some easy plays, simple, nothing hard, get his legs going, super athlete. We saw him break off some of those runs in that game, just phenomenal athlete, right? Yes, sir. Allie Perry says, I don't care if it was a high school team. We took care of business. Yes. What we're supposed to do. Anything else is just Nick taking to me. Sorry. Yeah, you got to get the dub. That's where it starts, Allie. Um, and we'll take the dub, like you said. Don't matter who, if it was Rick James Community College, we'll take the yeah. win. Um, but I do think we'll go ahead and transition to um, our next team that we are going to be um, playing against. And that team is South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, this game is uh, going to be very interesting, um, Juice, because we've got a lot going on. And before I do that, too, uh, Texas A&M, uh, sorry, before we transition, I did want to talk about defense during that in that game. Thank um, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that, uh, that was super interesting. It seemed, I mean, I still think the whole game, it's a lot of what we have seen. We did see look like be some adjustments coming out of halftime. What did and you Nick, think about those adjustments? Thank you. Um, they look. I, 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 me personally, I like because they seem to do better in the second half. Um, but this is what I've been talking about all year. Like I, I want to see adjustments from. The, the uh from Tony and I want to see how I, we know what the players are 
but he has to be able to to change. I just wish that he would have started doing this earlier in the year because I think by now you probably would have had a better mix dealing with the players that you have. Yeah. Um Yeah, it 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 was um defense is still on, man. It is I I still think like you said I think there's some minor adjustments that we can make to to not make it easy on some of these quarterbacks cuz you're just giving quarterbacks, you know, when they're when cornerbacks and linebackers and safeties are so far off the ball, you're just giving them um you just you're trying to not get me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're giving so, you're giving guys who don't throw the ball down the field. Uh, look like Hosman Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these guys you have to play them tight because they can't throw the ball down the field. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, and then also too, you know, with the defensive line not being able to get pressure at times, and then you, you know, you lose one of your sack leaders and Brent Cox. And you gotta, you know. You gotta let these cornerbacks shine. You got some guys back there who can, you know, play some man coverage, and um, you know, I think just some some, some minor things can't be scared. <laughs> can't be scared. Uh, Ali Perry says we look terrible against the USF, so we can't complain when people are out. Just take care of it and step on their throats, right? Yes. Fisher says I don't like how he uh, he hasn't used his leg, although I do. Like AR making teams think he'll stay in the pocket, then he takes off for a 50-yard run touchdown. Yeah, and you know my thing about that fishing is I don't, you know, it's I would like to see Florida just you know kind of spread spread to have some plays where they spread everything out. And I know they sometimes every once in a while they might do this, but there's other teams that you look at LSU and Tennessee and those type of teams, uh, even uh, Missouri. Uh, what was his name? Brady Cook. Um, at times, they you could tell that they are focusing on running the QB. Um, like we said a few weeks ago, Anthony Richardson. I mean, there's QBs in the SEC, there's multiple QBs in the SEC who have more carries than he does, which is very odd because he averages more yards per carry than all of them. So, um, yeah, they got to find they got to come up with some different plays to get him going. Like I said, those are the layups for me. Every time we see him make those big plays, everybody in the stands is crazy, everybody in the crowd. So, yeah. Um, says, I'm not a believer. I think AM's offense is just bad. Yeah. That defense, our defense, um, it, it is not very good. We actually, I think we went down um, since we played Georgia. <laughs> when we played Georgia, we ranked about 109. I think we're about 116th right now in the country out of 130, I think 31 teams or something like that. So, And I guess, Fisher, man, that's, like I said, that's what scares me because nope. just think about that game. They didn't even have a lot of their starters in, and we struggled. Y'all got to pay attention to that. If, we could, if we're struggling against their third and fourth string, second, third, fourth string, that that's not a we we I'm just telling y'all now we got we got a, we got a long road to go. Yeah, and I and I'm a big believer in momentum too. Um, you know, even though like we said, they're we know they was missing players, um, and they're they haven't been a very good team. I think there's something that you can do is build off a good film, right? 
And I think some of the stuff we saw from Florida in that second half was some good things. They did make some adjustments. Now, everything wasn't good. Uh, they still had a lot of a lot of misplays, a lot of eat simple stuff that I think you can adjust with just spacing or numbers that you can fix. But, um, you know, that's why they make the big bucks, I guess. <laughs> I know that's right. Uh, anything else on the Texas A&M game? Um, you should have went. I don't know. Did you see any – what about uh, – last thing, offense, did you see anything that you saw that maybe looked different? I feel like, like I said, I feel like at times it was some different calls and plays. That they start – they're using – we starting to see other wide receivers. Yeah, step I up. worked behind uh, the yeah. uh Frazier's, I believe, uh, um, yep, saw yep. Marcus, Marcus Burke sighting. Uh, I saw, yeah, I know, saw I'm more out of Ricky Pearsall than what we've went, seen all year for me. Yeah, yeah, Ricky Pearsall, um, you know, they had him on some end arounds and things of that such. So, yeah, it was, I like to see creativity. I think there's still some guys in that room that you can use. Uh, I know that I think Jaquavion is out for this week um, with an injury, and I don't know what the update on Justin Shorter is as well. So he was out for that game too. Uh, moving on to right. South Carolina, which is on Saturday. It's a lot of stuff going on, and this kind of – it doesn't – I mean, I'm still – South Carolina, they're, they're a team that, you know, it's got Spencer Rattler back there. Um you know, he, he he has a lot of turnovers this year. Is he, um, is he going to be starting this game? You're lying. That was still Who's Spencer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Because I was reading something earlier. They was talking about some other starter. So maybe I was looking at the wrong thing then, maybe. Yeah. Because um, Luke Doty played last week. Everything I know, I'm reading that he uh, – like he's gonna play, he's gonna play. So, um, yeah. Um, he played pretty good last week too against um, Vanderbilt. So, uh, I say pretty good. Uh, he played solid. But yeah, we. Um, I, I tell you, Saturday Senior Day, um, for Florida. Um, they also are honoring the servicemen and women. Also. Florida four, five and four, so they be, they can come bowl become bowl eligible with a win. Uh, South Carolina beat Florida last year, seventeen to forty. The last time South Carolina beat UF at home was in twenty fourteen. So by Steve Spurrier, a lot of narratives in this game. Um, that and it's a lot of stuff going on with the Senior Day honor the service men and women. You can become bowl eligible. So, you know, hopefully Florida doesn't get caught up in all the hype and comes out and plays football. Um, how do you see this game going? Because um, I'm actually going to put this up on the screen here. Let's see here. Mm -hmm. uh, and while I put this up, how do you see this game going, Juice? Well, as of, as of right now, I see this game. It's going to be, to me, I think it's going to be a tight game. 
because again, um, to me, the way Florida's defense been playing all year, and I feel that we should win, but to me, it's going to be up to the defense. And if our defense cannot stop or get turnovers, we're going to be in for a long game. I said. Yeah, and I think that you cannot make it easy for Spencer Rattler. Um, you know, I think he is a guy that when you look at um, – we'll, we'll pull him up in a second and kind of look at what he's doing um, over there. Um, they, it, it's a team that, you know, Beamer, he's not afraid to try different things. Um, they will um, they will do some trick plays. Uh, they do like to run a lot of counters from watching some film. Um, let me go back here. Sorry. Uh, they do like to run a lot of counters. Um, uh, they like to try to get to the edge. So, and then Spencer Rattler, he's one of those guys that if you let him just sit in the pocket and get no pressure and you give too much space with the cornerbacks and safeties, he's going to beat you. There's a reason why they've only lost, what, two games, I think, this so far this season. Um, so you can see these teams, are, these teams are very similar when you look at them just kind of on paper. Um, very, very similar. Uh, other than that, yards per game, I guess, from opponents. <laughs> South Carolina is a little bit better in that area. So uh, you guys can see this here. Per game. That's... Yeah, very. Tit for tat, man. Tit yeah. for tat. And, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. like you just said, everything looks so much identical. I mean, yeah, we got a little bit better on uh, interceptions, but we're not that far off from it. So, it's – I think this is going to be a dog fight. Yeah. And I think Florida, they they need to lean heavy because it looks like with Spencer Rattler, once you – if you can get pressure to him, um, you know, with, with Spencer um, – and we'll move on from this page here. Um, nothing that really stands out. Like you said, the points per game, very close, and then that – for points per opponent. So with uh, Spencer Rattler, man, I think, you know, some concerns with him, he's throwing eight touchdowns, but he's thrown nine interceptions and he only has two rushing touchdowns. So, like I said, that defensive line, man, they, they can make this harder. And then also, too, on top of that, you know, the momentum that Florida ended with coming out of the second half against AM, if they can – start off with the adjustments and then tweak a little bit from there. Uh, I think, you know, you can get him to throw some interceptions and it might be a long day for him. Um, If Florida does not just sit back in coverage, looking to get beat over the top. Um, They do have a few wide receivers and tight ends um, that can cause some issues. (laughs) They have a little speedy back. Um, So this is a team that Florida, you know, they shouldn't struggle with, but I know they're going to struggle on defense with this team. <laughs> I just know. I can see I can see the writing on the wall. And um, you know, it's gonna be unfortunate because we know this team, they don't do anything special on offense. 
least we um, scored. Even Spencer, they don't. He doesn't run a ton. Um, um, he he's one of those guys. He's kind of like a Bo Nix kind of in the pocket. Sometimes he does a little bit too much. And he gets a lot of um, he gets a lot of negative yard plays when he does get sacked because he's you know uh, he does have wheels, which is weird because they. I mean, he only has. I think he has about forty nine carries. Um, yeah, forty nine carries. Uh, and then for 21 yards. But like I said, he gets sacked a lot in that pocket. I wonder if North Alabama. So, um, it, so super, and that's what we ahead. need to focus on. Like you said, because he has the issue of throwing interception. We have, and he's been sacked, what you said, about 20 times, if I'm not mistaken. That means we have to attack this uh, the old line. But at the same time, like you said, mm-hmm. we cannot be playing off the ball. That's something that has to stop. Yep. Uh, Fishing, we'll go to the comments here too. Fishing says, um, I want more deep ball play calls. Yes, sir. Um, definitely got to stretch the field um, because that way, when you do decide to, um, you know, uh, space, the receivers uh, to the sidelines, you know, that middle that is going to be an actual threat and not just, you know, um, just something for show. Uh, South Carolina talking about using wide receiver for gadget play QB, I think. Yeah, um, they do. They do that already. Um, I forget one of the wide receivers uh, through he's throwing some some pretty good balls back there. And like I said, Beamer, they'll, they'll run some different stuff. They'll do some, uh, they're not afraid on special teams. Uh, I've seen them run some fakes. Uh, like I said, they'll run a lot of end rounds. They run a lot of counters. So a lot of plays to kind of get you set up for those um, trick plays. So um, Florida's going to have to be very, very uh, vigilant on the edge um, and, and, and not, you know, don't keep their eyes in the backfield too long. So we got AB. What's up, dude? He says, yo. Uh, I also just posted the call-in link uh, in the chat. So anybody who wants to be a part of our show, guess what you can do? All you got to do is click this link in the chat. You also can head over to Twitter, uh, Talk Exhaust. And the link is also on, on our most recent post. So um, let us know what you think, how this South Carolina game is going to go. Um, I do like how the offense ended from the Texas A&M game. We know that both sides of the ball have been very up and down. One week we get um, a solid offense and then a bad defense. One week it looks like, okay, the defense is getting some stops and then we can't score my keys for this game for Florida is a complete game on both sides. You have a lot of momentum. You got the senior day. You're going to honor the seniors. You're going to honor the servicemen and women. This game right here is going to get you into a bowl, bowl, get you bowl eligible. South Carolina whooped your ass last year, so you can get some revenge, 17 to 40. Um, and they haven't beat you at home in a long time. So I'm looking for Florida to come through. I'm going to use what Ali said and step on their throats, man. I've been saying that for two years now. I want to see a complete game from on both sides of the ball. Now, whether we're going to get that or not, 
I'm not sure on Saturday. <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all, too, uh, me personally, we got to watch out for tight ends. They don't use their tight ends a lot, but that is a place that we struggle. Yeah, so, and, they, and they've got some tight ends. Listen, if you do not, if you play that defense we've been playing, they are going to get you because they got some some athletic tight ends, too. Yes, sir. Um, what's that dude's name? I think it's Jaheim Bell. Yes. Yes. Jaheim uh-huh. Bell. Um, they've got him, and then they also got Austin Strogner. Uh, he's a tight end, 6'5", big kid. He's a senior, so he, he knows what he's supposed to do. Not a lot of um, targets, but – you know, we've seen guys who haven't a lot of, ha- who haven't had a lot of targets against Florida end up having career days. So, uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, the Texas A&M game, one of their tight ends actually was he. I think the whole year he might have had like three, four catches. He did that against his I want to say like first or second half, so <laughs> or first or second quarter. So, yeah, um, gotta be vigilant. Um, they don't, you know, they they're. They run. They've ran 297 times, and they've thrown the ball 175. So, like I said, man, for Florida, I mean, I, I think you just need to um, come out, press man, uh, make them beat you over the top, um, because they're they're. I, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't see it. You know, uh, I don't see you what they can do over the top um, to really cause any concerns for you to make things that he's just going to bomb you over the top. Uh, no, AB uh, Juice is actually uh, kind of out and about, and so uh, he doesn't have his camera on right now. So, um, all right, wait, actually, he's getting he's getting some hair did, I think. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting that perm over there. Let that soul glow. <laughs> Let your soul glow. You know it. A pimp name, slip back. Slip back. You gotta say the whole thing. Say the whole thing. Oh man. Yeah. Um. You know, I. <clears throat> I'm hoping that Florida can contain South Carolina's run because that's really the the thing that. Uh, the thing that can get Florida in trouble, uh, you know, they have two guys that they normally run the ball with. Um, and both of these guys are tiny running backs, but um, very, they have very good acceleration. And we know, that, like I said, they run a lot of counters. We have seen Florida get destroyed by counters in the past. Um <laughs> Uh, and we have seen teams come out and just run the ball on Florida. Uh, so guys got to stay in the gaps. Make sure you got to you got to know where you need to be. Don't have your eyes on the backfield too long because, like I said, Spencer Bradler is one of those guys. If you do let him have all day back there and roll out of the pocket, he's got he can beat you. Um, <laughs> uh, like I said, this team don't do anything special, but they're one of those teams that. Um, they do okay in running the ball. They do okay in throwing the ball. Other than turnovers, um, they do turn the ball over quite a bit. But um, if you if you don't get those turnovers, you know, like I said, they've only lost what two games so far this season. Three games. I think, I think it's four. Games, actually, three or four. But 
we also, if even if we do capital, I mean, if we do get turnovers, we also mm-hmm. have to capitalize on the turnovers as well. Yeah. You, yeah. And that's another thing, you know, like I said, when our offense comes out and plays well, uh, or sorry, our defense comes out and gets stops and plays well, we, like you said, we cannot go three and out on those and get them right back on the field. That's been another issue where we got to kind of use that offense to help the defense. You know, you got a struggling defense. You got to put some points on the board, man, when they get the ball back for you. Right. Um, Anything – actually, let me put this back up on the screen here. Uh, Let's see here. There we go. And then let's look at the driver. So we just looked at – the guy who's going to be driving for South Carolina. Let's look at the guy who's going to be driving for Florida. And we already kind of hit on him a little bit, a few times already during this show. Mr. Anthony Richardson. So, yeah, man, uh, these quarterbacks, as far as in turnover to touchdown ratio, are very similar. Spencer Rattler completion percentage is a tad bit better, but Anthony Richardson, where he, where he makes up, uh, obviously, he hasn't had an interception in three games, and he also has eight rushing touchdowns. So um, I think that's where, you know, you can, with Florida, you know, one of my things is they have to run this kid. I, I'm not, you know, you cannot worry about what's going on behind him. You have to use him. He is a guy who gets everybody going from the fans to the players. Uh, because when he's breaking off those type of runs that he does, it's electric, right? Correct. But I'm going to tell you something. But I, this, for me, this shows just looking at this stat is telling me AR needs to come back another year. This is all fine and good as far as, okay, you got nine TDs. Eight of them are rushing. I want to see him be able to put it all together. Like, I mean, right now, we're just using more of his strength, which is, you know, running the ball. But I want to see him take that next step because I want to see him by this time next year, if he has nine TDs, I want to see it it should be split in half or at least, you know, five TDs, uh, five rushing, I mean, five passing TDs and four rushing. I want to see a balance. I don't want to just look like you're a one-trick pony, as in just running the ball, because I know he's capable of doing more. So that's what I just want to see him see from AR going forward. Yeah, and I and like I said, for me, I think they don't run him enough. So uh, I think you got to boost up his runs and less throws, um, because at this moment where and you know where he is in this development. Um, and I think that's going to allow him to be the most successful. Um, you know, like I said, he's been the last few games. I mean, I know he's been up and down, in the, you know, the two games before this. But if he can keep this, you know, keep that momentum of no interceptions um, um, and, and, you know, tone down on some of the misses, um, I think he can have a, a, a great trend up upward uh towards the end of this year and he's already you know 
I watched uh, who was that? I think that was the Tennessee Titans and the Chiefs the other day, and so they had to put insert Malik Willis, and he played very well. And he's one of those type of guys that, uh, you know, he's not gonna really wow you what he does throwing the ball, but when you when he does when he does run the ball, it creates an opportunity for him to throw the ball, and he becomes uh something of a player that you're like wow like <laughs> you know i see because i know he struggled a game or so ago but then they uh, had to play him this game again and he looked pretty good because they got him it looked like they got him comfortable quick and then you add in derrick henry running the ball and him on top of that um so that's why i think you know a lot of guys are wow with anthony richardson because uh, he's one of those dudes, you know, he's got the body, the size, the speed. And we know that a lot of these guys think they can fix any QB, right? <laughs> so yeah, I know that's right. It's going to be interesting to see how this all ends for him. I know I've still seen some some things, little mocks that he was – people still had him going pretty high. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see where it takes yeah, you. I think uh, as of right now, I think it'd be a bad fit if he goes. I mean, I you know, he has a, every intangible of being a top, him, but I'm a little late uh, court, you know, being a top quarterback as far as just intangibles. But so I just think of, he he'll be I'm better kind of if rushing, he comes back. Yeah, and I think Anthony is a very talented kid. I think whatever decision he makes and whatever happens, he's going to figure it out. Uh, so, um, I think he can, I think he can play in the NFL now, how much, you know, I think he needs to go to a team where they can, we can sit down and watch, you know, get better, obviously. But, uh, I think a lot of coaches might, you know, the ability for him to run the ball. Cause that's huge. This in this NFL is your quarterback being able to get played, right. turn, yeah, turn nothing out of something. Um, and if he can do that in the league with those with his physical guys on the defensive end, uh, cornerback and linebacker, um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Yeah, because you you're absolutely correct. Um, Q but, says he better come oh, back because the NFL will chew him up and spit him out. I, I, and so he's absolutely I correct. I feel Q on that because. I feel like AR still is not able to read defenses yet. So if you can't do that in college, they're going to ream you in, in the NFL. And that's why I say it, de- it depends on who he is a lot of – I don't know about eating him up and chew him out, but because there's a lot of things that go into the NFL at a quarterback. We have seen guys who go to teams that don't fit what they do. Yes, I would agree with you on that. But we have seen guys who do go to the right system, and the team actually builds everything around that QB, and it turns out to be successful. So he would definitely need to go somewhere where they is all in, <laughs> uh, whatever they do around him. So, um, yeah, he, he definitely needs to go to, a, if he did, a team that would fit his, fit his needs and suit him very well. Um. Anything else on the South Carolina game, Juice? Well, we South- must win. 
It's a must win. Um, I agree with you on that. Um, it's it's like we said, we got what do we got? South Carolina, Vanderbilt, FSU. This yes, game right sir. here, Florida wins. They become bowl eligible. Get closer to that eight mark, eight win mark. And, um, you know, turn a season that could have gone into massive disaster into, you know, um, a, a successful campaign for a coach whose first time is in the SEC. If you get around that eight to nine win mark, right? And then um, what I'm about to do, since I don't think, Juice, you got anything else? I'm about to put up our scores on the screen here. Uh, no. Um, like I said, just, we just got to be very careful. Uh, that's, that's about it. All right, let's get into it. Drum roll, please. Hopefully this is the right one. There we go. So real quick, I want you guys to go ahead and um, I want you guys to go ahead and throw in what your score predictions to this game is going to be on Saturday. Like I said, Florida celebrates Senior Day. They're honoring the service, women and men. Florida's four, five and four. South Carolina beat the shit out of us last year. Uh, so, Juice, I'll let you go ahead and take it away and explain kind of why you picked 38 to 30. Okay. Yeah. Um, the reason why I picked um, 38, 38 30 is, uh, like I said, and I picked Florida to win the game. But due to our deficiencies on, on the defense, and what Spencer can bring to the uh, bring to the game and the weapons that they have, like I said, this could, this is gonna be, I believe, will be a dog fight. But I believe we have enough talent, and with AR legs, we should be able to pull this out. <clears throat> yeah, so I agree with you. Um, and real quick, I'm gonna go to the chat because Q brings up a great point. This game is a coin flip. Um, yeah, I, I think this game is a coin flip. I am giving Florida the slight edge with 31 to 24 because of the at home advantage. Um, there's a lot going on that day. It's gonna be, it, Billy said, the game is sold out, so I do think that will bring a lot of momentum. Um, to Gainesville and um, I'm looking for the defense to struggle. Same thing against AM. Uh, and then I think they'll come out and make some adjustments based on that. Uh, we'll see what offense we get as well. I, like I told you guys, versus Texas AM was the most time that it was the most carries for Montreal, Trevor, and AR all combined at 46. Um, they haven't even got in the 40s before that, and we put up the most points against any SEC opponent that we have all year. So the key for me is run all three of those guys and run them often, and that's going to allow you to set up those simple throws to um, – them, them deep balls, what Bishop was yep. talking about. That yes, will sir. open that up. Faux show. Uh, so, yeah, good show. 
Um, be a quick one. We I pull up here. Allie says he's got forty eight to twenty four. Ooh, Gators. Okay, I would love to see that. Show. Yeah, I would. That means, I would love to see that. Yeah, that would be awesome. That might hit Mikey. You know, um, that might be a complete game, possibly. All right, we got um, Q says we're six and six versus South Carolina. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, you know, when you, when you, South Carolina has had our number, um, you know, the last, well, I wouldn't say the last few years, but it, it kind of went Florida, Florida gets a couple games in on South Carolina, like three, two, and then South Carolina will just, you know, come out of nowhere and win another one. But uh, this team, like I said, it's, it's a team, they've only lost three games so far this season. Um, they lost to, uh, I want to say, Georgia, um, Missouri, and uh, Georgia, Missouri, and I want to say LSU. I can't remember. But um, they can beat you. If, you. if Florida comes out and plays the way that they have been playing against these QBs, or they let Spencer Rattler sit back in the pocket, and hopefully that somebody gets a sack. Um, and then hopefully we plant – hopefully they'll throw it downfield because the cornerbacks are backpedaling 10 yards off the ball. They're going to get beat, like you said. That that <laughs> that becomes a huge coin flip. Um, that's something you do not want Spencer Rowley to do. You want him to make those tight contested throws because as we identified um he has thrown many interceptions this year so yeah uh let's go to let's see here i think juice has some technical difficulties uh but we'll go to donovan horn here it says florida 38 south carolina 14 okay okay Big run game, 300 yards. Let's go. That's what I'm looking for, Allie. Um, like we said, man, up the carries, up the carries. <laughs> you put up 41 on Texas and got to up the carries, 46 carries between um, Trevor, Montreal, and AR. Q says 23 to 13. All right, all right. Low scoring game. Like we said, both teams, we looked at. Both teams, they're uh, so Florida's 49th, um, uh, South Carolina's 50th. Both teams average 31 points a game. Think Florida edges them out at 0.2, South Carolina's at 0.1. So, similar teams uh, as far as an offense, even plays, how many plays that they have ran um, for the whole season is very close, very similar. So, the pace that these teams run their offenses at uh, is very close. So, Kenny Roberts says 42, Florida, South Carolina 21. Okay. Yeah, so we've got some scores. We've got some close scores. We've got some big scores. Like I said, I can see either way. Uh, I do push the advantage towards Florida because it's at home. Uh, but I think this game is going to be within a touchdown. Um, unless Florida comes out and decides they want to bring what Mikey – the game has been for Florida for the last two years and play a complete game, then um, or unless we can get Spencer to add to that turnover total that he already has, 
Uh, I think this game will be close. If Florida does not, if Florida backs off and tries to keep everything in front of them, it's going to be a long day, fellas. Long day, so get your drinks ready. <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Uh, another great episode of Talking Sauce. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button if you haven't already. Um, we're sitting at about 423 subscribers. So Soft Squad, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for uh, coming out every week or every other week and being patient with us, even when we got some things going on. Uh, so thank you. And uh, I'll let you guys get out of here. Um, be on the lookout. We'll make sure hit make sure you hit that notification bell. And uh, so we'll post some new content. We'll, we're going to get back on our regular schedule this next week. So be on the lookout and peace.